Please, you're about to read. They all be chance to read, but only two of them are going to read. Title does. Welcome to the Overdrive Radio Podcast Edition for November 10th, 2023 in the podcast feed and hitting the world-famous OverdriveOnline.com November 13th, Veterans Day. With a special spotlight of sorts today on what a wild and wooly year it's been for everyone some way. No less for Overdrive's 2023 Small Fleet Champs. I'm Todd Dills, and as I noted up at the top of our last podcast, last week at the National Association of Small Trucking Companies annual conference, we recognized four finalists, as well as several other past semi-finalists, finalists, and champs in attendance at the event. I also took the opportunity to sit down with this year's four contenders just ahead of the Thursday night dinner and presentation of the two category awards in the final round. With a particular topic of discussion uh, in mind. Uh, a challenge that you've been presented with this year. Uh, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> or, or not just A, the, the biggest... The biggest oh, challenge man. you've been presented with this year, and oh, how long list. and how you are working to address it, uh, whether you've succeeded in that regard or not. Um, but uh, I hate to even talk about them because they might get worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was no shortage of good humor among all on hand. That's sure, in spite of big freight and rates challenges amid ongoing slowdowns for some of the fleets. Mid recruiting challenges for others, insurance increases, equipment costs reckoning post COVID as truck values have fallen precipitously relative to premium prices paid at the height of the pandemic boom period. On the other side of a break for a word from Overdrive Radio's sponsor, House, we'll sit in on this conversation with four exceptional small fleet owners. Well, three really from the side of the Nastic show. The fourth, this is Adam Johnson here with Candy Transport. We're out of Spring Valley, Wisconsin. You'll hear in a bit of a different audio recording setup. KD Transport's Adam Johnson had one of those nightmare air travel days getting to Nashville last week, Thursday. He couldn't join the rest of us in the moment ahead of the event that night, making it to the NASTIC conference just in time for the evening's presentation, not much else. Our conversation about KD's biggest challenges this year was conducted early this week over the phone. Here he is again. This is Adam Johnson here. That's what his audio sounds like, FYI. And for comparison, meet the rest of this year's Small Fleet Champs. Larry Lamp, LNL Trucking, Bedford, Indiana. Larry Wallace, Wallace and Sons Transfer in Henrico, Virginia. Uh, Bill Barhite with Butterfly Express. Okay, here we go. Stop fuel from gelling this winter with House Diesel Treat, North America's number one trusted anti-gel. Right now, you need House Diesel Treat more than ever, not only to keep you gel-free, but to fight the shortcomings of today's ULSD by adding vital lubricity, removing water, and preventing deposits. The only guaranteed anti-gel on the market, Diesel Treat also boosts fuel economy and improves performance. This winter, do yourself a favor and add House Diesel Treat at every fill-up. Visit houseproducts.com for more information. You can find much more about House Diesel Diesel Treat at the website. Again, that's H O W E S, houseproducts.com. Yeah. 
this year we we started off like a ball of fire everything was great the second quarter was a bloodletting the third quarter has been a bloodletting fourth quarter doesn't look much better uh trying to find trying to find resources for 2023 is hasn't produced anything people want to talk about maybe what they might have to do in 2024 right uh speaking it's just Freight just freight, freight, yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just been an ugly year. After, the, I mean, the first quarter was fantastic, but okay. ever since then, it's been hold on. Everything's been that's, that's a ledge that you're standing on. It's about to crumble, and uh, uh, so far we've been able to, you know, cut, you know, not cut corners, but find places where we could save money. Okay. To, such, uh, such as? you know, we're. Uh, uh, we've, uh, we've, uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's every, every place that we found that we could, that we could, uh, uh, save a few pennies has been, I think it's going to, it's going to pile up on us and, and come and bite us out on the tail because we're extending service periods a little bit longer, okay. uh, which is, I never have thought was a good idea, but desperate times require some desperate moves. Right. Uh, how, 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 how long are you extending? You know? we're, we're, we're already on 30,000 mile oil changes. Uh, okay. So uh, we, we've, we've moved on out to about 35,000 as a general rule. Uh, you know, we're, we're running tires maybe another 30 second or two 30 seconds longer than what we used to. Differential transmission, uh, gear lubes, they that sort of stuff. We're putting them off a little bit further. Okay. A uh, little bit longer time between bearing adjustments, okay. you know, just trying to <clears throat> trying to hope that it doesn't bite us at the end. Right, right. But uh, to uh, to have money to operate on right now, just holding off a little bit on some things. Yeah, it's it's funny, you know, with 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 these stories of uh, an evaluation I do of all you guys, I call it customers and stuff. But 
pretty much everybody that I talked to was like, yo, they're, they're great. And, but then you talk to them a little long and they're like, oh, yeah, it's worse. Everything's slowed down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Their yeah. businesses are slower. Yeah. The, you know, the, you know, the, the, you know we, uh, we went from averaging probably 55, 60,000 gross revenue a week to uh, the month of October, we averaged 15. Really? Yeah, but the bills are still, you know, <laughs> at the prior. <laughs> that that is a, that's huge. Yeah, it is. It wow. is deal that went into a three week shutdown. Okay. To uh, for plant maintenance and uh, inventory reduction, okay. and they they shut down at the same time UAW shut down, <clears throat> and uh, uh, the product we haul goes into a lot of cutting oils and year lubes and that sort of stuff. So, uh, uh, that really slows you down. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I see. And so, I see. uh, uh, it, it just, you know, I think, I think UAW has started back to, to work now or yeah. agreed to the contract. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. That, so, that was the news <clears throat> recently. Except so for maybe, our, maybe some of the, some of that stuff will start picking back up now. Yeah. Uh, but, and we're starting to see just a little bit uptick right now, but you know, Good. At the time that it starts to uptick, then we've got Thanksgiving that's going to come in there and, and mess up a week, and then three weeks later we'll have Christmas to mess up a week and New Year's and and uh, this year has just been a bloodbath. Oh my goodness, it's been crazy. But I had learned some lessons from COVID when COVID happened and they shut everything down and everybody. I mean, vans were pulling sixty cents a mile. I saw the writing on the wall. And so it was time to start getting more heavy duty into my networking and dealing with direct shippers. And and that's what saved us this year. If I did not have my dedicated accounts and my rates didn't change, uh, it would have been it would have been brutal. But I agree with this gentleman over here. Recruiting is extremely difficult. Uh, we did lose people. Um, because my driver, my drivers got my contractors had gotten used to COVID rates. They got complacent. I mean, when you're used to five dollars a mile and you go down to two dollars a mile, they they're not willing to stick around, and, and they jump ship. And the market, you guys know, man, the market has its natural ebbs and flows. It goes up, it goes down. We're at the lowest part of the market right now. It will change. We just don't know when. No, no one has the proverbial crystal ball that knows what's going to happen next. And when you jump ship, it's like cashing in your stocks. You know, you lose everything you had invested in. But Welcome to the stage, owner Bill Barheit and our operators, Lee Stone, James Leroy, Jamie Burton, and Michael Bill, uh, Bill manages Butterfly Express with his wife, Karen, for two years, right? And still, he's still managing a part of the driver's seat uh, in their 2024 Volvo. They launched the company in 2013 after a long career uh, doing, doing other, uh, not doing other things, but uh, behind the wheel of various other roles. And they've steadily grown that business over the decades since. And if you ever need to know what it takes to build a trucking company headquartered in Colorado, 
in part with freight originating from some dedicated runs out of Miami, of all places, look no farther than Bill and Karen. Their core group of police owner operators starting out all brief freight solely via the spot market, yet in 2021, Bill began transitioning its freight sourcing from more stability along dedicated lanes with in demand, solid customers. Quantifies perhaps prides itself on the benefits it offers to police owned contractors, which includes insurance and various taxes and fees paid by the carrier to help the percentage compensation package. One of those least known, too, gave kudos to Bill Barhide for his work as a mentor in truck ownership, calling Bill a man willing to work with you and help you out as much as possible. And that's a godsend. I worked with other people where I wasn't even working my time. Barhide's given the operator a lot of great advice, and I really appreciate that. Bill Barhide, Butterfly Express, James Leroy, J.D. Burton, and Michael Burton. But the guys we got coming in now, you know, they. What makes really they, they're looking at this market's like oh, I don't know sure. they want to make that investment, but uh, fortunately, uh, we got all we got all nine trucks running and people are happy and we'll have to just wait and see. Yeah, that's right because you you've got ten trucks, but one of them you guys you and uh, your wife Karen. Yes, yeah, so I technically has ten trucks, but I yeah. have nine owner operators and us. Yeah. How is how is it uh, trying to manage all those uh, help manage all those schedules uh, from from the seat of the truck? I gotta ask you because, because Larry over here has four trucks and he is not driving at all anymore, right? Pretty much. I'm lucky. Uh, my wife has her CDL, so when she's driving, I'm on the computer. Yes. Um, funny is this last month until we were waiting for the get the last truck filled in. Uh, my wife, Karen, decided it would be a good idea to go ahead and she would take one and I would take one and try to load them together at the same time, same places. Wow, that was really difficult. <laughs> this market trying to find two loads for the same place, going to the same place, loading my truck, loading her truck, and trying to keep her behind me. And um, it was, but we did it and um it, it saved it and but the business we have now it's it's strong um we're doing okay um we have lots of reserves left over and we're willing to if we have to take some money out of reserves to put it into the business we will but right now so far knock on wood we haven't had to yes i have seen the revenue reduction on the spot market but not with our con not with our contracts no because my contracts don't cover everything. I still have to use spot market to move one truck from one area to another. And yeah, we've seen drastic drops in the rates. Actually, almost getting on the brokers like, seriously, dude, really? This is how you're gonna play it? My challenges now are is this driver recruiting. Okay. You know, finding, people that doesn't want a tailor-made job. You know, they come in, they want to set their own hours and they want to come in and tell you how to run your business and this and that. So that has been my challenge, honestly. This dealing with the, you know, the recruiting process. Okay. Yeah, because you put on a truck this year. Another, another one. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, how, so. how, did you, how did you end up hiring for that? Well, I, um, I had a, uh, I always, one of the female i wanted to be a diverse company so i hired a female and she worked out for a while but it, 
it, it came a point where she was complaining and you know making up stuff and it just so that didn't work out but hailing from in Rico, Virginia is Wallace and Sons Transport owner Larry Wallace. Freight, I mean, we we wrote rockin' and rollin' every day strong. I mean, so. Um, it's mostly for that, that one uh, customer of yours, right? Yes, and that's a seven-day gig, and it, okay. it, it runs seven days. The only time it shut down is Christmas and Thanksgiving. Right. So. And they're not slowing down, no. unlike a lot of the other. Nope, the pigs and the cows got to eat, so. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Good place to be. Yes, and that that job is a huge blessing. So thankful for it. We're busy. I've the the what was that? Two weeks before we come down, um, I just went out and bought five more flatbeds. So, um, and we're in the process of finishing two more trucks to put in the fleet, and I have three or four four more behind that to finish. I I need five more drivers yesterday, like now. And uh, so what we're doing now is if we can't find the good drivers that we need to fill the needs, we're going to reopen our brokerage and probably go with a couple of one horse guys that I know that have been asking that they're struggling and slowing down. So I feel like we're going to step our game up with our brokerage and, and get a couple of these one horse guys I've known for 20 plus years that are struggling and bring them on and, and, uh, hopefully help them out, you know, stay alive. All our dedicated freight that we have is because of the service. Do it better than all your competition. And that's always been our motto. Um, That's what we've always tried to do. And with that being said, we've maybe not grown to 50, 60 or 100 or 150 trucks, you know, like some of these guys have grown up to. But I really, truly believe that you get a big bang for the buck with us. You know, we can offer better paying jobs for employees, better equipment. And then with that being said, our customers, we represent our customers better to their customers. So that's always been kind of our goal there. And in the other corner, hailing from beautiful Spring Valley, Wisconsin, is Latin DKMB Transport. You're represented by 
fourth generation truck, fourth generation truck driver, and fourth generation owner, managing business Adam Johnson, joined today by his wife, Kayla. So, KMD Transport caught the judge's eyes this year with stories of Johnson & Company's creative thinking with flatbed LTL sorts, consolidating coils and big, fairly light loads of palletized foam insulation helped the company in 2012 to go from staring down the barrel of closing up shop to absolutely thriving when so many other things were just struggling to get by. Since that time, Johnson's assumed much more responsibility for management of operations at KMD his father is still involved in some of the day-to-day dispatch. For over four years, KD doubled in size to 12 trucks as at the end of 2022, adding more operators this year, even as freight volumes have suffered, as we all know. We spoke to one among their customers, the distributor Structural Steel, headquartered not far from KD, who lauded the company as absolutely integral to their operation and quote, the perfect example of doing it right and doing it smart. They're awesome to work with. We have a problem, we need something run, boom, they're here, good to go. They have phenomenal equipment and great drivers. Friendly, pleasant, knowledgeable. You really depend on them, you trust them. Adam Taylor Johnson, Katie Transport. I mean, we've had a few customers ask us to tighten things up a little bit for them, and we have. I mean, you, you, you have to... You got to be willing to give a little bit on the long-term side. Um, I've watched companies try to strong arm their customers and when it's, it, it, it gets in tough times like that. And I find that you give a little bit on the tough times, it, it might hurt a little bit or might sting a little bit up front, but it's worth the long-term goal. Um, you just, you, you gotta, you gotta take care of your customers. If you don't take care of your customers, they're not going to take care of you. I mean, there's, but there's also got to be a happy medium. You can't, give give everything you can't give the whole uh the whole christmas tree away either and and expect to be in business uh-huh. tomorrow either so there's there's a happy medium um and then if you can't explain to them why you can't you know we've we've had a few customers that wanted to tighten things up and we we lost one account this year um with a major fleet not to talk names but they came in and and, and cut one of our our dedicated accounts by six hundred dollars a load and I told them, I said, we were at the point of of raising the rates because they've kind of changed their loading system. And it went from a half hour, 45 minute load time to a three to four hour load time. And we never raised the rates on them for about a year dealing with this. And we were at the point now where it was like, we're going to have to charge them detention, uh, really, you know do something and then the another company came in and, and cut us by six hundred dollars a load and we we had a meeting about it and we let the load we let the count go. You you have to be willing let it go, yeah. Let it go. I mean they we were with them for over 20 years. And we've had it happen two other times with the account and they've come back a month or two later and we've got the account back just because of the service. And I I truly right. believe that they are slow in that we won't see the account or even see a call from them until things actually pick up. I mean, because they're covering things. It's it's where we shine is when we were doing plant transfers from one plant to another. So when plant two was running out of product, we were just in time delivery. We were same day delivery or next morning if we were loaded afternoon. And uh, so we always kept their line going. Well, if they're slow now, they've got enough product 
they can keep their lines going. So until they pick up, we probably won't get a call back from them, which is fine. I mean, you have to be willing to draw a line and line in the sand too. Boards in this market is suicide. You gotta have you gotta have your dedicated stuff. I mean, I'm running about 25% of our loads or load or load boards just to fill in the missing pieces. And uh, but yeah, I, there's nothing new here. These guys are smart, and I hand it to them. I, you, you can't. The guys who are running load boards right now, I, I don't even know how they're still in business. I, I really Our don't. Our biggest uh, issue that we have is is uh, trying to keep our quality as high as possible as far as employment, um, equipment, and everything else. It's a, you know it's a, it's a struggle in today's market. Um, our niche has always been quality over quantity. And as we grow, we need to have quality drivers and uh, top-notch guys working for us, which we do. But that's always been an ongoing struggle um, going through interviews. You know, we'll have interviews with 10 different drivers and we, we might get one, maybe two good guys out of there that that I consider up to our standards as far as running our equipment, uh, cleansiness, dealing with our customers on a day-to-day basis. Um, we we kind of demand a high-quality uh, driver. So, I mean, we've really uh, stepped up our game as far as in the last couple of years here is offering the insurance, the benefits. This year we're introducing uh, paid time off. Uh, there's been talk about right. sign-on bonuses and some other things that we're still working on. Um I mean, our pay scale is 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 higher than the average pay scale of all our competition in the area around here. Uh, so we just, with that being said, we we do have a, I believe, offer a better paying job, but it is also a little bit more higher demanding because we expect more out of our guys too. So it's it's hard to find good quality guys out there. Insurance. It really is. Uh, have you guys seen increases on your insurance? Premiums? Oh yes. Not maybe five percent. Oh, not no, horribly. Not a, big, not a big jump. Yeah, mine actually went down this year. I went with Great West. I don't know, okay. I don't know if you're Great West. Yes. Yeah, I went with Great West this year, and mine actually went down. Okay. With the with two additional trucks. So. Good. That's that's excellent. Right? Yeah. That must be just like a, a testament to experience and just shopping it around. Sounds like yeah. It's also a possibility that his market and his commodity is way different than mine. Um, we're non has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna just, just tank, but but non has. Right, right. Uh, you pay a premium on insurance for that? The uh, my agent says I've got the cheapest insurance in the industry. But, you know, <laughs> 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 and and I think this year our we had a slight increase, but I think it was like less than two points. Okay, which you know we. In in all these years of being in business, uh, I call it I call it uh, uh, premium creep, but I've 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 never seen you know year over year stay the same. Right. It always goes up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Even if yeah, even if you don't add trucks. Right. You've done a fair amount of um, talk about recruiting, um, bringing on bringing on guys. And, you actually went out and you bought, you bought several trucks of your own. I did. 
and then look for people that were you know ready to make the jump to kind of toward truck ownership. It was an adapt or die. Yeah. It was that right after COVID, you couldn't find a truck to save your life. Right. But I had um, a good salesman who worked with me directly that got me trucks when no one else could. And um, do I regret it? Oh, absolutely I regret it. Should have never bought those trucks. But if I hadn't, I'd be, I would only, I wouldn't have 10 trucks right now, I'd only have four. Right. And with so that, it, you probably wouldn't be able to have the contracts. I would not, have. I would not have the contracts I have now. Absolutely not. So it was an investment. Yes, I took a loss of some of the trucks because when I bought them, they were, well, I bought a, 2020 Volvo 860 for 140,000 dollars, and three months later it was worth 50. Uh, when the but market the last crashed, four drivers we got were all by word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. So it, it seems like the usually the, the best way. Uh, yeah, and, and with the ones we get word by mouth, they're the ones who stay. Yeah. yeah. How about you guys? The uh, recruiting is is a difficult item for us. We we can get we can get people to show up and fill out all the paperwork and you think they're getting ready to uh, uh, get in a truck. And then they'll send you an email in the middle of the night saying I can't take the job. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that happens all the time. <laughs> yes. It's crazy. I said, no, why would you go through the whole process just to send a text message? Couldn't even call, send a text message. You, you 100% right about that one. I just, I don't, I don't get it. You know, if, if, if you don't want the job, you know, I, it's not, I'm not personally involved in this. I've just got a job. If you want it, fine. If you don't, I'm fine with that too. I'm not going to be upset one way or the other. <clears throat> I know I've got a good opportunity for you if you want to do it, but. I appreciate it if you would tell me before we go all yeah. the way down this road. Yeah. But yeah. the more times I go through that, the better I get at delivery. So, you know, it's practice for me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. Trying to become a people reader, you know, like you're, you're trying to, you know, when you're interviewing, it's like, okay, this is going to be a great guy. He's going to be a great addition. And then it turns out, oh my gosh, what a mistake that was. Yeah. And then you bring in someone who's the, there's no way this guy's gonna make it. He turns out to be your best guy. Yeah. There's, there's... And, then, and then another thing, I know personally, I've, no, I got one guy that been he been for three years. He's my, my, uh, my foreman. He's the one to deal with my other drivers, because I find it easier for me to deal with one person than I had to deal with different personalities and things of that nature. But. Um, Maybe he's got maybe he's got a pretty good talent for that. Yeah, he's he's a I would say he's more of a people person, and you know, like I say, I try to use my drivers, play them to their strengths, and and he's a talker. Yeah, I'm not a big talker. You know, I I know how to you know tell give a person we need to do, and you know, and things like that. Your work is is local, right? So. So your drivers are probably working with each other and around each other a lot more than Absolutely. you guys. Because yeah, my guys, the only time they see one another is when they're at the shop. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they happen to be there at the same time. Yeah. 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 Well, see, sometimes I have two trucks following each other all day, yeah. you know. 
stuff like that. So, no doubt to get there, and no doubt to get home. Like, 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 like if, it's a, if it's a new hire, you know, Steve, he does all my training and stuff. Even even guy. in the last month or two, we've <clears throat> kind of revamped a lot of our training procedures, uh, policies. I mean, we're we are willing to hire guys more without the experience and train them. Um, there's there's downsides and positives to that. I mean, hiring a guy with a bunch of flatbed experience, it's great on one hand that you can put him in the seat and, and, and get him going, but then you got to break bad habits. The being said is, you know, we're not a big fleet that here, this is how, this is how we do it, do it. And there's really no one there to kind of hold them accountable. We want things done a certain way here. And we probably go a little bit over and above for our safety and our guys' safety. Um, I just, I won't, I don't, I don't tolerate uh, people being dangerous as far as when it comes to chaining loads down, strapping loads down. You know, our biggest thing is, is, is get the most for, for your one step. When I say, when you go around the trailer. So, you know, think about your process, think about your system and pretty much no matter what load you're hauling, get a system into play. You know, this is this is how I walk around the truck, or this is how I, I bring the chains out. Get repetitive, and when it's the same system that you have, and it's the same check system when you're done, the final walk around of the truck. But we've kind of really stepped that game up here this year. And then as far as the training process, I've got two trainers now that literally will run with a guy for you know a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, month and a half if he has to. There's really no set time on the training process anymore. It's it's until we feel comfortable that they can do it and do it confidently. You know. Just follow him. Yeah. Great job you doing there. It's awesome. Yeah. I tell you, it's 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 a it's a big it's a it's a big change from when I was over the road running those dry vans. And and I was listening to your story about the truck you bought for 140. I went out and bought two dry vans for fifty thousand dollars a piece. And the next week, they this this company Atro was selling for thirty. Oh man! And it's you know, and so then I, you know, you just you lose in this stuff. You, you know, it sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, I mean, uh, you couldn't you couldn't find a dry van. When COVID was around, I mean, driving was I think was one of the most scarce trailers yep. out there, and I was lucky. I had bought one right before COVID and paid the regular price for it. But then I had uh, a trailer to break on it, break in half. Never happened before. Really? It happened. It broke in half. Oh no! Yeah, it broke in half. So <laughs> replaced that one, got another one, and was charged double for what I paid for the brand new trailer I bought pri- prior to COVID. Same way for us. Right before COVID, I, I paid seventy-eight thousand for a brand new reefer. Yeah. And then, literally four months later, they were wanting one hundred thirty, hundred forty thousand for them. Yeah. And, and couldn't get one cent. Now you can get them cheap. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the new trailers I bought, I haven't put a load in them yet. They've been sitting in the yard. Oh, haven't used them because right when the bottom fell out, everything. I changed my lanes immediately. That's the key. Adapt. I changed. Yep. I changed and I started pulling dump trailers, hauling the ball, and then I, I, I keep saying this, God, man, because it was such perfect timing. 
as I was as the spot loads was going down, and the same load I would get seventeen hundred dollars for, they wanted to pay you five hundred. I was just getting stressed out, and I got a phone call, and that's when I picked up that dedicated contract hauling the animal uh, waste. And I mean, everything was just falling in place. I mean, being available, being able to pivot, you know, yes, the resources to do so. But you know the thing, you know, and, and and like I said, I give a lot of credit to God. But up until that point of everything transitioning from the bottom falling out, because I was strictly pulling dry vans, nothing else. And um, every day I'm in my truck riding. I'm going to this place, that place, meeting people, giving out my business cards, and it worked. Paid up, right? It worked. Every one of these yeah. gentlemen at this, this table knows how to adapt or die. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Yeah. I've seen lots of carriers go out of business because they refuse to change their business model. Yeah. I admire the hell out of you, man. Thank you, man. Dropping the, dropping the vans and going with this other stuff to keep yourself going. That, that was awesome. Phenomenal job. Thank you, man. And you've got the band still. Still got them. So you, you can do something <laughs> with those. Yeah. That's the plan. I'm, I'm watching it. I'm watching it, the industry. As soon as everything get back to where it was, if it get back there, then I'm going to get a couple more years. You can read more about all of our finalists and the winners. Butterfly Express in the 3 to 10 truck division and LNL trucking in 11 to 30 trucks at overdriveonline.com slash small hyphen fleet hyphen champ. There you'll also find profiles of the rest of a 10 total semi-finalist field this year. All worthy businesses doing a whole lot right to not only survive year after year, thrive and grow just like the four we heard from here. There's a big thanks to Nastic for hosting us again this year and to every small fleet owner out there making it happen week after week after week. Hats off to you. Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive, the voice of the American trucker. It's edited and produced by me. Todd deals with the acoustic guitar and other support of trucker-songwriter Long Haul Paul Marhofer. The theme is Legend of the Snake Man by Marhofer, featuring the guitar work of Travis, the Snake Man himself, Whammock, Terry Two Socks Richardson on bass, keys by Tisha Mingo, Jim Whitehead, and on drums, Andrew Marshall. The podcast is backed up further by Overdrive's own news editor, Matt Cole, Executive Editor Alex Lockie and Video Editors Lawson Rudisil and Andrew Gwynn. See you next time.